This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021, episode number 626. I'm Will. We got Pat and Wes here. Mark is literally snowed out of the podcast tonight in Austin, Texas. Wes will be filling us in on the Texas storms very soon. And I need to clear one thing up, fellas, before we get going here on the rest of the show. That was Warren, Michigan with the cereal pooper. I said Illinois messed up. Uh, whoever uh, could put you? the text in the video there. Yeah, it's Michigan. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah, well, either way, those are two cold states, so the turds will be frozen if the cereal pooper poops again, if he strikes again tonight. He's gonna. So. There's no way that guy just puts it down, hangs it up, so to speak. Oh, he's, yeah. like, hey, he's still on the land. I mean, they don't know shit about him. Uh, yeah, picking politics. up my dog's poop was, has been just such such a breeze out <laughs> in the snow. You like it when it gets like nice and hard, real yeah, quick. It's perfect. You should bring a golf club out there, Wes, <laughs> and just smack it. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a sight. Uh, I don't think we're gonna do too many like heavy hitting political stories today. So some politics stuff off the top that's going on that we won't cover in depth. I saw Pelosi's vowing to do a full investigation of the Capitol riots. I don't know. Did you guys see anything else about that? Yeah. Just- you know, I'm curious. Like, what is she gonna inve- investigate? Because the FBI has been going nuts on investigating the people that actually rioted. There was the whole, right. They were were arrested. A lot of them, right. Were some people complicit there? You know, that was the big question. Were, were certain members. Oh, I guess maybe she's going after members of Congress. Yeah. I think Capitol police, even if they were quote unquote Mm -hmm. complicit or they helped, they, they probably didn't do it intentionally. They were probably just being fucking idiots. Like, right. Yeah. And also the outcomes of these would be a lot like the, impeachment conviction right like i mean it would be like you'd 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 run the like you'd do the investigation you'd be like this person fucked up but are we really going to do anything about it now yeah if it did happen it's very similar to like the opening scene of home alone where joe pesci is dressed as the cop and he's standing in the foyer and then Mm -hmm. he gleans information from the children about the fact that the McAllisters are going away to france for two weeks yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so Exactly. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, getting more shit by the day for lying about his COVID numbers. Also, turns out Ohio may have missed a few COVID stats there, too. Whoops. I I don't understand how you fudge those numbers, because like those numbers literally are everything. Like every single thing that's a pain in the ass in your life today is determined by those numbers. How many people are dying? How many people are getting sick? Like, how do you fudge that? Like, that, that, yeah. that's, that's the basis of our whole and weird then existence. Get an, Emmy, get an Emmy for your daytime performance while fudging. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah. And according to conspiracy theorists, you know, those those numbers are worth a lot of money because the more COVID deaths, you know, the more the hosp- money the hospitals get. Apparently, isn't that isn't that the, the, what, what the rumor was? Potentially. Yeah. Funding for a number of cases. I, I don't know exactly how that works, but either yeah. way, bad idea. And then really bad idea to fess up to it and get caught. 
Uh, yeah, the whole thing. Fuck Actually, it. probably worse idea to do it and then. Just an idiot, bro. Just to, like yeah. I, I also feel like with COVID, yeah, it sucks when you get bad numbers and then you got to report those numbers. It's never fun. It's never fun to tell someone bad news, right? Yeah, but he, he was he, walking around like he was doing the best job in the he world. He got so That's cocky. I mean, he wrote a book about it. <laughs> yeah. book. That was the cockiness. That was his what, big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so big tree fall hard with Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Wes, get us going with the stories. Oh no, Pat's going first, right? Yeah, I got it. But Wes, you Pat's have the you have the storm update, right? Yeah, but I. I, I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pat. You're okay, right. I'll yeah. kick it down. Let's let's take it to Brazil, guys, where okay. everyone's favorite strongman, Jair Bolsonaro, is leading the charge in something other than COVID cases for his people. Uh, Brazil, by the way, being the second only to the United States in COVID deaths at 240,000, roughly. Uh, But that number of deaths will pale in comparison to the deaths Brazilians will be facing from bullets because Bolsonaro announced four decrees on Saturday that will have gun ownership as common as toxoplasmosis in Brazil. That's common. Yeah, which affects up to 50 percent of Brazil's population and can lead to a rage disorder. So that's a bad combo. (laughs) It's a terrible combo, guys. That's a real bad combo. So he's so that there's 50 percent on the cat rage hormones and then. It's going to be easier for all 100% of those to buy guns now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <Okay>. <laughs> it's it's a pretty sick, sweet situation there. Uh, the Board of Tourism is having, a, having an aneurysm this week. He, Bolsonaro yeah. just like, <laughs> it, that guy, like, if you could legalize, like, personal rockets, he would probably legalize that. Like, if you, if you could, like, make your own uh, Amazon clearing... Uh, forestry service as a, as a per- private citizen, I think he'd be cool. With that. Yeah. I don't know what, um, like, you know how like presidents, when they transition, there's usually like a letter written from one president to another. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I would imagine that if they have a similar tradition in Brazil, the first line in the letter is, um, or the last, probably both don't sell the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all we got really is the rainforest. Don't it's sell a- it. Pretty big natural resource, yeah. But not on Bolsonaro's watch, guys. Um, the changes, which come into effect immediately, increase the number of firearms uh, and the amount of ammunition citizens can legally buy and make such weapons easier to acquire. This is stripping back federal <laughs> police and army oversight of gun ownership. And, and look, I'm not sure what Brazil's gun laws were like. or if Right. They, I was going to say, were they very overbearing? It seems like they have no. lots of guns. Loose. Uh, Well, I don't know if they have something called the Second Amendment in their constitution, um, but I do know that Brazil has the seventh most violent crimes of any country in the world. And after seeing a city of God, which is uh, pretty much all I know about Brazil, it sounds like they're going to need a lot more knockout nets in the coming years. Mm -hmm. Uh, City of God. Every every movie about Brazil is just full of guns, from what I can tell. What other movie other than City of God? I mean, that there's that one, Mm -hmm. and. There's the, uh, the the prequel to that, I think, mm, or the, the sequel. I don't think you can bring that in here. It's got to be a fresh. Can't can't okay. be within the franchise. Now, nah, well, I mean, that's that's all I got. <laughs> no, I know, but you think about City of God with more guns, not good, right? There's been more movies out of Brazil, right? No, none. I don't know. There wasn't wasn't that a MIA video shot in Brazil? There you go. Oh. There you go, Wes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, guys, at bo- least one Fast and the Furious, right? Because I know that they go around like the. Number five, Bubba's telling me Fast Five. There we go. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> uh, speaking of Fast Five, quick diatribe. Uh, I one time got to sit in on my buddy's. Uh, I think I might have told this story, but I, my buddy was at Columbia <laughs> University, Ivy League, uh-huh. right? Uh, and he was in the master's directing program. 
And I, I, I was like, man, can I tag along to the class? I want to see like what master's directing classes are like. He was like, yeah, it was the best of the best. Like the, the girl who starred in that show, the boys on USA, she was like a, you know, working actress star of a TV show. She was in the class. Some heavy hitters in the class, some guys that had made big movies. And, uh, the day that I was there, it was presenting a franchise or a film that was the next film in a franchise. And these Ivy league kids stood up and presented, uh, Fast and the Furious in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. And they were like half <laughs> halfway through their presentation. And the professor was like, ah, uh, they did that already. Uh, it was awesome just to see them crash and burn. Uh, really? Yeah, they didn't <laughs> no, know. They hadn't done the research? <laughs> didn't do the research. Funk and Associates. Guys, Bolsonaro said, quote, the people are pumped uh, about the guns. Uh, in a pre- yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're loving it. Uh, in a press conference on Sunday, hunters can now buy 30 guns uh, each and sports shooters up to 60 guns. Um, I oh, so they had limits on numbers. Yes. Are, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And don't get mad at me about gun control <laughs> shit. Don't apply American shit to their shit. It's different. But uh, yeah, sports shooters can now get sixty guns. Um, and the uh, <laughs> they were probably really throttled at the twenty or whatever. Sports shooters, my ass. Exactly. Yeah. Is, is killing your neighbor a sport over there, guys? The Brazilians. Uh, the Look, Bra- people love. I, I I do love. I do love to shoot for fun. So there is a lot of sports shooting, but I mean, sixty guns. That's. Like that's like a that's like a law for like so, like a, like billionaires or millionaires. Like I mean, you have to be so rich to have to like, sixty well, I guns. Guess maybe yeah. if you prioritize that as like all your income. But There's a lot of guys that aren't millionaires that have sixty guns. But I agree with you, Will. Generally, right? But like nice sport shooting guns, like those are those are those get real pricey. Yeah, that's true. Uh, college of guns, you make the call. Um, <laughs> the Brazilian left is pissed, guys, after Bolsonaro's actions. And they're concerned that his relaxation of gun laws will help organize crime groups to expand their already burgeoning arsenals uh, and would make one of the world's most violent countries even more violent. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Mar- 60 guns is a lot. I mean, if you're going to turn it into an army, you know, that's if you have limit like limits like that, it's because shit's <laughs> fucked up in your country, you know, like, lots of malicious. Right. What's 59 to 60? You know what I mean? Uh, they came up with that number somehow. Uh, Marcelo Frexico, who's a leftist congressman, called Bolsonaro's actions a, quote, threat to democracy. Uh, and obviously, guys, there's always going to be a heated gun debate on gun control. And again, I literally only have the City of God movie to go on. But it is interesting timing to do this while COVID is raging over there. And a uh, recent study was dropped from the University of Sao Paulo uh, and the NGO Concetas Human Rights Organization claiming that Bolsonaro carried out a, quote, institutional strategy to spread the coronavirus. So not just not deal with what? it. What? <laughs> That's, that, but who said that? What was, what was University the of Sao Paulo. Wow. Yeah. So like like his main university saying that he just spread it on purpose. Yeah, he wanted he thought wanted to see what would happen. He he did catch it and then he'd like wouldn't wear a mask when like aggressively answering questions to reporters. So I mean it's probably part maybe of the study. Legs. Yeah. And guys, maybe. that's not chill. But what is chill is our sponsor, Caliper C B D. Oh uh, the most chill. The most chill, guys. Do yourself a favor. If you're a little stressed or been having trouble sleeping, let me let you in on a little secret, and that's Caliper CBD. It's your passport to ultimate chill. There's lots of CBD products out there, but Caliper is by far the best you can drink or eat. It's proven to absorb 450% more efficiently than tinctures, right? So don't, don't stamp it. 
Don't mess mm-hmm. with that tincture bullshit. Stamp your passport to chill. And results, you can feel immediately, guys. It's THC-free. No worries about drug tests or anything like that. They have 20-milligram packets, uh, perfectly portioned, so you get the same results every time. And you can get 20% off your first order if you use promo code FACTOR uh, at checkout. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, full refund. That's not bad. So go to try caliper. That's caliper with a P dot uh, com slash factor. Don't forget the promo code factor to get 20% off your first order. Get it on the caliper train with us. Uh, we love mm. it, guys. Uh, you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Caliper order order one for your relatives in Texas. They'll appreciate it. <laughs> they need to. They need to. I don't uh, think you can mix it with frozen water, Wes. They right. need to calm themselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they could just. They could mainline it. I have just poured the caliper CBD packet straight on the tongue. Not bad. Tasteless. Completely tasteless. Chills you out right away. Totally safe. Uh, okay. Moving it along. Uh, shout out to John F and the Hard Factor Discord chat. Go to Patreon.com/slash Hard Factor News. Send in the cards here. Uh, if you want to get in on the Discord chat, this is a story that came out of the discussions on there. Uh, and it's about a homeowner named Paul Austin and his wife, Tanisha Tate Austin. And they're in Marin City, California, which is the Bay Area of California. Um, so Paul and his wife uh, bought a home there in 2016. They ended up having to buy their home off market uh, from another black couple after they had been getting outbid Uh, For other properties left and right, if you guys, I'm sure you've done real estate looking in hot markets, you understand that, you know, people just outbid you by a shitload of money, like investors or whatever. Um, Well, Paul and his wife were having the same experience, um, and they think they were having an even more difficult time due to their skin color. Shit. Um, The the outbid, man, there's nothing that uh, really ranks you more than the outbid. Like you and your lady or your husband, whatever you got going on, you think now it's time. We could finally afford a home. We're in the game. We're in the market. And then you realize that uh, you're not even fucking close. You're not even. Well, you're, yeah. I mean, in a hot market, you're getting outbid unless you have significantly higher than what the, the listing is at, um, like 50% probably, like available to you. It's just but a real kick know. in the teeth. It's, it's like when they used to. Um, they used to do those trade shows where they'd advertise like VCRs for nine dollars, DVD mm-hmm. players twelve dollars, and you get out there and you yeah. realize that there's there's yeah, one of like them. 20. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the worst because you go in there and like you get excited and you like look at your you like imagine yourself on the porch and in like the kitchen and then and then some dude from wherever comes in and bids a hundred thousand dollars cash above you. You and know cu- you wanted cups, to say yeah. California. California. I did. I did, I did want to say California. <laughs> I mean, it's either they're international these days. Um, uh, It's been a real kick in the teeth being in Austin for 10 years, right? And like not being able to afford a home. And then finally this year I was able to afford a home. And it's like, nope. You just watched it grow in front of your eyes. And you can't have a piece. I was able to buy a home in Austin, but I had to do a new build because it was just nothing. It was a hot market getting outbid. Uh, But back to Marin City, California. And that was the same experience. Uh, Paul and Tanisha were having, except they felt like it was a little bit worse because of their skin color. They're African-Americans. Fast forward to 2020 or 2021. I'm not sure exactly the timeline of when this happened, but it's time for Paul and his wife to get the home appraised after a ton of upgrades that they did on the house. The home was appraised for $989,000, which is, you know, uh, I think like not that crazy in the Bay Area, but that's just $100,000 more than what they got their home appraised for right before they did their renovations and they spent 400 grand in renovations on the home. So 
like that's only so they they got it appraised at eight eighty nine, did four hundred grand of renovations, then got it reappraised at nine eighty nine. And what do they uh, say? So You're supposed to get like uh, 120% or so? Is it double? I don't know. I, I think oh, just- yeah. I mean, you should – a lot. Way yeah. more than what you put in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – uh, and if you're doing, and I guess you could potentially screw up your home, but if you're doing common sense renovations and it doesn't, you know, like arguably mess up the home, then uh, or like over customize it, yeah, then like it should put a steam room in every bathroom or something like practical right, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You, strip you might, a pole, exactly. Those things, but but hey, those could also maybe the right buyer. Anyways, after months of complaints, uh, the Austins were uh, approved to get a second home appraisal done, but this time they had a white friend pretend to be Tanisha. Uh, and the home was appraised for $1.482 million, roughly 500 grand more than it was appraised just weeks prior when they had Whoa. been in the home for the appraisal. Um, okay, quick so, question, Will. Did she did she pretend to be Tanisha or did she go by like... No, she, she pretended Sarah. to be Tanisha. She introduced no, she, herself she, as Tanisha. No, she pretended to be Tanisha. She brought in pictures of her white family to replace the pictures of the of the of the black family that was in the house before, because uh, they felt like I guess the first lady who did the appraisal was an uh, older white lady, and they felt like they got an unfair shake. So this she time was a racist bitch. They, <laughs> they subbed in their white friend, and they got five hundred grand, half a million better appraisal on their house what? do you like what's the hack there was it subconscious or was she know. like i'll get these blacks i'll show them they'll sell well, I mean, their house for half of what they uh, should yeah i'm gonna make lose lose them a bunch of money yeah, right like, exactly <laughs> impossible to describe up. it besides like saying systemic racism right so the real estate market is hard enough to get into as evidenced by us uh without systemic systemic racism stacked on top of it as you can see for the austins so uh you know people really got to figure out how to make Homeownership more approachable for everybody because whether you're getting just sharked out of it by rich people or there's other factors that compound that make it even harder for you to buy a home, it's all fucked up. So the Biden admin says uh, that they'll try to make it a priority uh, homeownership for average Joes, but we'll see what happens. It's hard to compete with all that money out there. Uh, personally, I know real estate's what like helped me get my personal finances on the right track. So, um, you know, I encourage anybody to get into it it's hard though um it's the only way to make your make your rent work for you though so. yeah the only way i'll be able to get into it is if i start offering my services as as a pretend white homeowner at a high rate so that i can <laughs> then buy a house for myself right yeah you do you do like three or four of those jobs and then you got enough for the down payment we got a lottery funds going on the a lottery pool going on the discord uh if you want to join in on that that's what i'm banking on there you go. Lottery fund, home ownership. It's all the same. Uh, maybe this is the kind of topic we'll cover over at the Stereo app this week on our Wednesday and Friday afternoon commute shows. Uh, stocks, real estate, always good things to keep the blood pressure real high and elevated and the comments popping during those shows. Stereo is a new app. It's like radio meets TikTok. That's the best way I could describe it. It's really fucking fun. Uh, two of us uh, host a show at a time. Uh, and we have, you know, if you're listening live, you can just boom, leave a voicemail and we'll discuss it right after you leave it. It's so fun. Go to stereo.com slash hard factor will, hard factor West, hard factor Mark, or Pat Cassidy. Go to our specific URLs and follow us and get notified of when we go live. It's all completely free. The replays are free too. Um, and you can submit, like, like I was saying, you can interact with us during the show uh, if you're, if you're listening live. So uh, we're going every, every, Monday or sorry, every Wednesday and Friday at the afternoon commute, listen to the end of the show for a sample, uh, download the app, follow us and listen every Wednesday and Friday. 
Um, all right, guys, as Will said at the top, Mark is not with us. He and his wife are hunkered down doing puzzles with the cats, and he can't record because he is one of uh, the 3.5 million Texans without power as a record-setting storm has absolutely crippled the state. Um, Bubba, you have a little meme that Stephen Kane sent me um, that kind of just uh, <laughs> describes. It says, uh, from Hander and CV, it says, don't mess with Texas unless you've got two to six inches of snow. Then you can totally fuck Texas up. And yeah. uh, that's that's pretty true. That's what this storm did. Um, it's an absolute. It's been an absolute shit show since Friday night. Um, and let's check in with Mark. Actually, he left us a voicemail. Um, so let's see what he has to say. Hey guys, Mark here. Uh, oh, I can see my breath <laughs> in my house. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's cold. It's like forty six degrees in my house right now. I'm in Austin, Texas, obviously, and uh, we don't know how to deal with a little bit of snow. Uh, everyone turns on too much power and brings down the shitty power grid. So I think I'm without power for two or three days. But don't worry about me. Uh, I'm built for this. I have a little bit of extra uh, girth on my body. And as you guys know, I like to um, – I've, I've been known to swim in cold water. This is more of a vacation, a cold vacation uh, for me. So I hope everyone else is doing well. Enjoy the show. Uh miss you guys. I'll talk to you soon, and I'm sure I'll update you soon. Have a great fucking day. Wow. Yeah, so there you go. Mark's been prepping for this moment for months. Um, uh, he I'm, planned... surpri- I'm, I'm surprised he's he's enjoying this. I mean, it, I don't it think can't be fun, right? Enjoying it. Well, no. I don't well think he said he's... it was a cold vacation. He well, was just he was making fun of himself. I mean, he's cause... making lemonade. He's making he's lemonade, making, yeah. He's making lemonade. Listen, the first day in like in one of these things, you get like you can have some drinks. You, it's like fun. You light the candles, and then and then it becomes a real pain in the dick after like yeah. day one. Then yeah, you got no. How do you charge your phone? I had a Google He's in the car. He, they yeah, because I was thinking to myself, this is weird, man, because it gets so hot in Texas, and like my AC bill uh, is fucking insane when I'm down there, right? But no, mm-hmm. I guess I guess heat takes a lot more power than 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 AC apparently. Well, and they can't. I wonder, like, why can't they insulate? the power plants and stuff like why is it why is it that if everything freezes everything just shuts down i don't think it's that it's is it, it's a run on energy right yeah it's it's um a run on energy and also the snow is just knocked out power lines um and and ice so starting thursday there was that ice that caused 133 car pile up in fort worth that killed six people and then sunday night into monday pretty much every county in texas is under a winter storm and still is that snow dumped a record uh, 6.4 inches here in Austin, uh, which is the biggest snowfall in 55 years. And temps across uh, Texas dipped to the lowest it's been in 30 years. So uh, th- like, there's some record-setting potential for, t- uh, for tonight by, like, a lot in, in Texas. Wow, um, getting a negative one. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. Oh, that, that's Little Rock, Arkansas. Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston all looking at record-setting temps uh, tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and then here's a, here's a, uh, let me, let me see here. Let me see. I'm getting to it. So yeah. Um, president Biden declared a state of emergency in Texas. It's just blaringly clear that Texas has absolutely no plan for a storm like this. Here's a video, uh, outside my girlfriend's apartment where cars just, uh, at a standstill because some Texas, uh, two wheel drive SUVs could not make it up the slight hill. Um, (laughs) Hey, don't knock on the two wheel drive. I just had to buy a two wheel drive SUV. Sometimes a pocketbook just can't afford Listen, I Wes. have one. I have one. And I, I, it's, you it's were kinda, able to drive in the snow, though. Well, it's kind of hilarious. I have a, a, a Toyota Highlander. Here's the video. 
Uh-huh. I have a um, Toyota Highlander, and I so we, we went out to go get some like you know smokes and uh, some food at the only Seven Eleven that was open within like five miles. And I, I have a little snow button on my Highlander, so I popped it, popped it in snow oh, mode. Hell yeah, snow mode. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, huh? Yeah, brush yeah, the dust off it. It was it was fine. I mean, you this, did a lot better than these fucking truck drivers that you just videoed. Yeah. Holy shit! There's like three of them that are just stuck. Oh. On like on like two inches of snow. Yeah. Well, how can they not drive on that? I don't know. It's like a, it's like a Tahoe, and it, it's like a two. I guess a two wheel drive. Well, and Tahoe. there's like a Ford F one fifty just like off the road. Well, driving on snow, we we know this, but having you know driven on snow where where, where we grew up, it's not about your vehicle. It's about how big of a pussy you are or aren't. Well, S- I've, straight at up. First, when you first learn to drive on snow, you suck at it. Everybody sucks at I, it. But I also time. don't buy but, that there's learning to drive on snow it's it's like there is learning the first time you you have to skid through an intersection and not realize you need to slow down like way before you stop mm-hmm. like a couple times i beg to differ it's like it's really like being a stunt it man it's like there's, you didn't go to fucking stunt man school you just woke up one day and said yeah i'll do that, that so you're saying you just learn you just either you can drift through an intersection and get your mm-hmm. fucking uh tires on the right track or you can't it's a real it's that's a, it it's a thing people fucking love to say like oh no you know i'm from, I'm from the northeast so you know i know how to drive in snow it's like there's no fucking knowing how to drive in snow are you a pussy or not it's common sense well it's not freaking out and overcorrecting usually when you when you lose control that's yeah. the common sense part but there's no yeah. fucking class like people try to they make it seem like there's a fucking class like oh yeah bro i'm a pro snow driver no it's like how lucky are you and how afraid are you uh, right. <laughs> well in, in the snow point. like they have here it's really it's, it's so cold the snow's still dry so it, how heavy your vehicle is makes a big difference too so people with like you know just these small cars out there they don't have enough you know traction on the road and, and, and weight there is um, a certain level of snowfall where four-wheel drive versus two-wheel yeah. drive does make a difference. Four-wheel oh, there drive were people, absolutely makes it easier. There were four-wheel drivers for plowing sure. past those people in for the sure. in the grass. You can, were stuck. Yeah, you can drive pretty fast in a four-wheel drive on yeah. the snow. In, in this powdery stuff. Um, here's another video of a pileup out of El Paso um, that's pretty crazy if Bubba's got that one. Um, yeah. Um, I was getting texts last night at 3 a.m. from City of Austin Power Saying that they were going to be, I guess, like rotating. That's an insane crash. That's yeah, fucking that's nuts. Wild. Well, but but saying they were going to be rotating power outages and it would last 40 minutes max. I guess that's not the case. 40 minutes max? That's what it yeah, was saying. It's going to be like 72 hours, right? Wes, what's the, what's the grand total here on so, how long you're going to be without So they power? say that we won't be uh, melting until like, uh, like Thursday. Or, or or late Wednesday. I mean, the temperatures are not going to get into where the snow is going to start to melt. I mean, Mark could be without power for another you know, one or two days. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. And you're not – you don't have power at your house, but you're – Right. You, I, you're, I, I'm in like a little small pocket down south where people have power. I got really lucky. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, more I like, hear the mayor has power. Oh, the mayor's got power. He did like <laughs> local news in Austin was like was like nine eleven happened. People were like like we got to come together and you know I mean it was it's a good message, but they were like a bunch of heroes out there for sure. Um, so yeah, um, Greg Abbott uh, brought some comfort to Texans in a statement he released saying, "What becomes frozen will remain frozen for a long period of time." Um, and you know what else can help you what feel like? What does that mean? Yeah, like his know. fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. More like global freezing, you know what I mean? Um, um, and you know what else can help you feel like something else is frozen stiff for a long time? That's right, Blue Chew. 
Gonna have to, oh, yeah. Gonna have to call me the snowman pretty soon. You know what I mean? Uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue the Icicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frosty's home. Yeah, Frosty's <laughs> home, babe. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help a man get stronger and long, uh, long stronger and longer lasting erections. Blue mm. Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line in pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with their online licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Like I said, uh, nice. BlueChew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil, Sildenafil there, and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. <laughs> Nailed it. Got it. BlueChew <laughs> tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare uh, and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit mm. from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com. For more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew, B L U E C H E W, free when you use our promo code Hard Factor at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Hard Factor. Receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast mm. and for all those strong, longer lasting erections. Yeah, make your erection like calculus. Um, all right, guys. This is like a parabolic curve. Fucking mm -hmm. hard, dude. <laughs> Fucking hard. Guys, what's the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun? Good uh, guy with a gun. You wrong. A 12-year-old with a gun? Hell yeah. A 12-year-old <laughs> Goldsboro, North Carolina boy who recently became the coolest kid at whatever middle school he goes to saved yeah. his 73-year-old grandmother on Saturday night after two men broke into his home and demanded money. And what? when his grandmother told them that they didn't have any money, they proceeded to shoot his 73-year-old grandmother, Linda Ellis, in the leg and then probably asked the question louder. Wait, they were going to kneecap a 73-year-old lady like like that was like a warning shot? I mean, that's probably going to do it. For, like, that's that's terrible. Yeah, that's well. That's insane. That's when, a crazy thing. you plan. don't get the answer you like. Okay. You don't. I feel like you can only do that to like an able-bodied person, like shoot him in an extremity to like prove to like to send oh. a message. Because yeah, like she's you, in a wheelchair forever after. That. Right. Yeah. You shoot a seventy-three-year-old in the leg. That's like that's game over. Don't know if it's a kneecap, but they really wanted the money. Will. Um, okay. Guys, the boy who's a level one hundred and two commander on Call of Duty Warzone had spent countless hours training for a scenario just like this. And he rolled up on the men, guns blazing. He grabbed a handgun and just started popping caps, causing the men to flee out the front door. Mm -hmm. And police later found one of the suspects, 19-year-old Khalil Herring, at an intersection near the house where he died from his wounds. Damn, he got Whoa. him. He got him. Yeah, 12-year-old saved the fucking day. Saved grandma. Uh, the other suspect's still at large, but Khalil ain't no more. Got bested by a 12-year-old. Uh, this is... Pretty sick. Yeah. As a fucked up situation. Hey, that's what you get for shooting a kid's grandma. Fuck, fuck those guys. Sorry. He's, I mean, he's dead and all, but fuck. Oh, yeah. 100%. Is, 100%. This, imagine, like, like I, I remember, like, uh, going to a sleepover after, like, I hit a home run, and you, all your boys are like, yeah, man, what was that home run like? Is his yeah. grandma alive? Oh, she's alive, and she's proud as hell, Will. She oh, was oh, shit. Yeah, he, this guy's... Uh, yeah, he's, he's a hero. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. world's proudest grandma was taken to the hospital where she was treated for non-life-threatening injuries. But seriously, 
Imagine the big dick energy of that kid. Uh, probably well, medium dick because he's 12. Medium Can dick energy. Can you imagine? Like, he's like John McClane and he's 12 years old. And like... He's he's gonna live lead the John McClane lifestyle. Like now he he can just be he's a hero. Start smoking Reds. <laughs> like I mean they they weren't really practicing gun safety at that house, were they? No, there was a handgun just laying on. <laughs> but the it worked out. Ready, no, it worked ready, out well. Ready, but ready to go. Could have gone was, a much worse way. I'm yeah. assuming it was locked and loaded too, because that yeah. sounds like he just was able to to pick it up and. Mm-hmm. And roll with it. well. Yeah. To to be fair, this this kid lived in a pretty nasty neighborhood, and I guess the the kid's uh, aunt had said this this string of violence needs to stop because they've been okay. terrorized. So maybe Ooh. might have been a situation where they were like, "Hey, you're the man of the house. Right. If anyone yeah. comes in and shoots your grandmother asking for money, uh, oh. give them the money. But then if they don't, if you don't have any money, you know, yeah, there you go. Fair enough. Grab the pistol. He, it, say, was, it was protection. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Cool. Exactly. Good for him. All right, yeah. Well, that kid's a badass. Okay, fellas, uh, I need to stall for a second because I got to put oh, something on. Just putting on the helmet. Okay, it's more of a soft. It's not a helmet, really. It's yeah, a, it's like a plushy head wrap. Um, yep. Okay, Will's got. If you helmet. guessed that it was okay. the helmet for Space Mountain to go back to space, you're correct. First stop on Space Mountain today. It's actually Earth, fellas. <laughs> Right here, right below our feet, scientists in Antarctica drilled through 3,000 feet. I know I typed 300, but it was 3,000 feet of ice uh, to try to look at the muddy floor uh, below uh, 150 miles inland from the ocean. But they hit a boulder instead of the muddy floor. And to their shock, the boulder was covered in live sponges and whatnot. Little, you know, amoeba creatures uh, Mm. living all over the rock. So completely sunless environment, very far from the open water. Hard to imagine anything surviving in an environment. Is like that, that right, guys? Sick. I don't know. Well, you got to give me context. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> sick. Totally sick. Oh, sick. These, these these sponges, right? <laughs> like uh, they could survive without sun, which is impressive. It, it like what the fuck could be floating 150 miles inland under the ice shelf? Where they feed off of it, and it's hard to imagine. Yeah, that's like that's a is that like a space like environment? Could there be like a underground ice ocean on Mars like this where things survive? So they are they chalking it up as a win because they hit a boulder, which is a loss. No, actually, it's funny. It's it's funny. You're right, Pat. The the Antarctica scientists who are geologists are pissed. They're like, we wanted to get to the fucking floor, and we hit this this boulder. But then biologists are very excited because they're like, oh, shit, there's these alien-like sponges Ooh, all sponges. over sponges. Yeah, one yeah. scientist's trash. Is another's treasure, exactly. And that's the way it is on us. Uh, Someone didn't now. do their um, their uh, sonar work, uh, methinks. Well, no, see, apparently in Antarctica, they've been trying to get to the, like, the, the muddy floor forever, and every time they drill a hole, they hit a rock because it's so rocky. So they just can't. They, they, they just, but this rock happens to have... These like alien like it's like friggin' Philadelphia down there, yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I don't know, maybe there could be some ice caves with these boulders on Mars. And speaking of Mars, the NASA Perseverance rover lands on February 18th, uh, but it got beat there, unfortunately, by eight days uh, by China uh, on their first Martian rover, the Tianwen One. So the Tianwen One entered Martian orbit on February 10th. And the plan is that it's orbiting Mars, uh, and there's a nice video that they they release. It's orbiting Mars, but they're not launching the lander to go to Mars till May or June. The Perseverance 
Once I once again, I can't stress this enough. This is America's second Martian rover, and it will be landing directly hmm. on the Martian surface surface <laughs> on Thursday at approximately two fifteen p.m. Eastern via the pulley slingshot method that was just on the screen. If you're watching youtube.com slash hard factor news. Yeah, I feel um, like we had our first rover. Uh, I could be wrong here. was 1998. I want to say it was a while. It was, we've been, we've been on Mars for at least a solid decade. What the fuck did that rover? No, it's 20, it's 22 years. I, I think it was, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'm going to Google it, but I think it, or we've Yandex it. It was a long we, time ago. We've been there a while. Oh, by the way, Yandex is picking up steam. I could see, I could, I was on an app the other day, and you could sign up via Yandex, like Google or Facebook. What app were you on, bud? Uh, probably one I should delete. But Yeah. <laughs> um, you could sign up via Yandex. Um, yeah, so what I'm saying here, guys, is that uh, you know, space, a lot of stuff's happening. Okay, there it is. 2012. 2012. Okay. Curiosity uh, was America's first Martian rover in 2012. So we've been up there for almost a decade. China's joining the party. They're just in orbit right now. But America, we're hit. We're hitting land for the second time on Thursday. I'm, I'm so looking on tuned. here. It says that it says that uh, our first was the the Sojourner rover, the Mars Pathfinder, in 1997, July 4th. Good day. Isn't oh, so this is our third. Yeah, and then the Spirit, then the Opportunity, then the Curiosity. Oh, these are the missions. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get back to you. Well, you probably launched. You launched like four years before you land. I just remember my dad being like, uh, go on NASA.com and download the Mars pictures. And then it was tits. Oh, by the way, <laughs> if you were listening to Hard Factor back in the day, you put your ticket in to be one of the like uh, names that lands with the rover. I'm, I'm on there. So Hard Factor is represented just in case no none of the other hosts or the listeners did it. I yeah, didn't, I didn't do so. that. Okay, I got my commemorative ticket to prove it. So. Bubba, cool. what are you showing us here? Bubba's got some more information. 1971. That was a Russian. That was a Russian one. Yeah, no, Pat's Pat's right. The first U.S. the first U.S. one that landed was in 97. It says the the one that landed in 97 was the first successful one, but they lost communication right after. Right, right. it was just like a yeah. piece of junk. Yeah, it was surface. there for a couple of months. They lost communication, but then. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, that that was right. We we got there a lot longer than I actually thought. Yeah, China's stepping it up though. They're landing on Mars soon, and they are already on the dark side of the moon too. So, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Fun fact: space I'll program. be missing you, uh, Puff Daddy, featuring Faith Evans in one twelve number one the first, on the day we landed on Mars, July fourth, nineteen ninety. We need to get one of these fucking things to just plant a flag. You know, that's what we real like. Who? That's the most important. I think thing the new now. one's got to be capable of it. Right, the new one's got like sensors to sense underground lakes. We, we need a, all kinds of stuff. A, a flag planter, and then a picture of the flag, and then we send that to China. Well, it's yeah, that would work. It's mm-hmm. 2021, and it's it's all possibility, Wes. Anything okay. is on the table, and everything is coming up space. So. Okay, cool. All right, last story of the day, uh, guys. We've all sp- experienced bad neighbors, right? I lived next to a meth house for a while, bar- barking dogs, partiers. It's a crapshoot. Um, especially if you live in an apartment complex, Pat, have you discovered any bad neighbors yet? Man, my building is so quiet. Nice. It, uh, uh, no, no, no bad neighbors yet. Okay, well, good. Have um, you pulled a gun on you or anything like that? Mm-mm, yeah. Not here in Rutherford. It's a village. <laughs> well, no. there was a house I lived at with, uh, Mark and PFT one time. The neighbor just like, he didn't pull his shotgun on us. He just displayed it proudly right in front of our face. That story mm. gets bigger every year. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, now, guys, some unlucky people in Germany can check off the uh, my neighbor let his venomous snake escape and we had to be evacuated off the checklist. The Cologne Fire Department in Germany evacuated 10 apartments after one resident's South African Cape Coral snake pictured here was found missing from its terrarium Sunday. Um, and it's mm. a small but venomous, extremely venomous snake. So after this, this guy failed to find it, he called the authorities and at 6 a.m. Monday, Residents were awoken with firefighters banging on their doors, telling them that, that the, their weird neighbor lost his weird snake and that they, it could be anywhere and they had to get the fuck out. And it's extremely venomous and tiny. Right. Mm-hmm. See, see, this um, is, this, Cuomo had a very similar <laughs> situation. This is like an, an analogy for Chris Cuomo's situation. Or I'm sorry, Andrew Cuomo's situation mm. where he, he knew things were bad and he should have mm. made the call. He but knew he the didn't. little snake was out there. Dude. Right. This is a ter- imagine getting to the point where you have to make the call where you're like, well, I can't find it. I've looked everywhere for it. And uh, turns out now I need to evacuate the fucking around. building and everyone needs to know I'm a fucking weird snake guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now they know. Now they know. Um, so um, <laughs> so 20 people, 20 firefighters and animal experts search for this fucking snake from the article. The venomous nocturnal hunter of lizards and rodents normally found in the arid regions of South Africa lifts itself upright like a cobra when attacking. So not something you want to come across. Luckily, they did find the snake after three hours of searching in a baited trap. And the man did have a permit to keep the snake. What do you think about this? You cool with your neighbor keeping a deadly snake like one one fucking wall from you? Like I mean, the, I don't like it. I I, I respect somebody's I respect vents. somebody's right to like own it, I guess, but No, only if it's Ugh. a well behaved snake. And how you know, you gotta have to put that snake through classes because otherwise you can't con- there's no way you control control that snake. Yeah. I mean, people have rattlesnakes and shit though. So. I'm signing I'm signing every petition that's that says no for anyone what about to have a snake. Tarantulas next to- then? Tarantulas? Well, tarantulas are... They can are, technically bite you, too. Yeah, but they're right? not as venomous as, like, something like this. They're actually they're not very venomous at all. Uh, it's a slippery slope starting to, like, tell people what they... Then, like, guys like Joe Exotic end up in jail. Listen. What's up, Bubba? But you can continue West Vietnam. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's not, like, indigenous or, like, to this, like, you know, area, I don't know if you should be owning it. Hmm. I well, agree. I was also, say, Saigon. Oh, a tarantula venom is weaker than a honeybee's. Just so yeah. you know. Yeah. Wes, you're a treasure hunter, and this is like one of like the like any law examiner. This is their favorite question: is anything about a wild animal, whether it's a snake or like some sort of pet that's domesticated but not a real pet. Mm-hmm. No matter what, there's strict liability. So, like, if you're signing a petition that doesn't allow it you have no chance of making millions of dollars but if you get bit by one of these maybe not that venomous or you get hurt by a snake that's not even venomous like you get hurt running away from it you Mm. can make a lot of money from it so like as a treasure hunter well yeah what what do you think so you're you're trying to get wes into frivolous lawsuits into a possible like one in a billion chance shit We'll you're trying to get West ambulance so chasing. Get, we'll take that you're, back you're, so you're, I don't get in trouble, please. You're trying to you're trying to get West <laughs> ambulance chasing like he's treasure hunting. Yeah. This is an interesting Shit. twist in Shit. the treasure hunting searching plot. for venomous snakes. <laughs> Shit. 
Let's well, jump I'm gonna get in front off of this one now. Quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want my neighbor owning rattlesnakes or anything that can slither into my apartment. That's the bottom line. Um, so, all right. Anyway, all right. That's gonna do it for Hard Factor. Hopefully, uh, some power will return for Mark, and he'll be on tomorrow's show. Uh, say a prayer for everyone. I can't out wait there. to see Bubba's personal injury attorney at law <laughs> yeah. ads. You need a two strike rule with snakes. I think it's a two strike rule. <laughs> um say a prayer for everyone out there there are some people that are actually like you know in 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 pretty big trouble people on life support without power uh old people you know that they, it's, it's not a it's it's a pretty scary situation for a lot of people so keep them uh keep them in mind and um if you haven't checked out the patreon page go to that patreon.com there's a cool discord on there like i mentioned the lottery corner on there we got some fun different interactions going gambling stocks all kinds of shit check out the merch page follow us check out uh the stereo and stay warm and have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! Yeah, no, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here oh, right now. That's a little now. rough, right? No. All right, uh, next VM here. We got you. We're lining up. It's a happy hour. Drink up. What's up, boys? Quick question. If you had to do a celebrity boxing match, who would you fight? Well, Ben nice. Shapiro. We're just yeah. Wait, well, unless he comes on the pod. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, right. I think I don't. I, I, you, that's good for you. I think that you could get down to Shapiro's weight class. There's no chance I could. Well, I would say I, I could get down within 45 pounds of him eventually. Not not his weight class. He's got to be 110. He's 110. He is very very slight. Yeah. slender, slender man. Um, yeah. I would say like if I was gonna go for a fatter Big J, I would say Chris Saliza would be high up there on my list for the CNN guy who writes all the insane articles. Like he's like, okay. he's like, he's like a, a, a real life Teletubby or something. All right. That was another example of the zany antics we get up to on the stereo app. Remember we are on there every Wednesday and Friday, download the stereo app. It's an orange and black icon. Follow at Hard Factor Will, at Hard Factor Mark, at Hard Factor Wes, and at Pat Cassidy. You can even just go to Stereo.com slash any of our usernames. Uh, follow us from there. Get notified when we go live. Do not miss these free live shows. They're super fun. You can ask us questions straight on the show. And I've got another answer for this one. Not only Chris Saliza, but an open invite for Rick Wilson. I think it would be hard for me to get down uh, to his weight class as well. And he's old, pretty decrepit, but would definitely want to fight Rick Wilson. Uh, all right. Talk to you guys soon on stereo. Download the app. Follow all of us.